yeah, we're back. <laughs> Sex in Jersey City, the podcast. I'm Lynn, your host, also known as Chickpea from Chickpea JC. Oh, and I abruptly stopped the theme song because I suck. <laughs> anyway, so it's been a while. Uh, I know we've, you know, gone off the grid uh, for the podcast, but we're back. Um, the reason being, you know, I was traveling doing a lot of soul searching. If you guys follow me on social media, I've been on this like self-help journey. And also, um, I am currently single. So it is going to be a lot more fun, this podcast, since I am not in a relationship. And I am slowly getting back into dating. Now, the podcast is kind of changing a little bit. We are going to have different co-hosts and guests on the show to talk about different topics in relation to dating and sex in the modern day world. Uh, We're going to talk about, um, the next one is going to be really good, is um, One Night Stands. How do you feel about a one night stand? We're going to talk about the dating apps again because there's a few new things that uh, we did not address in the other episodes. Um, and yeah, there's so much to talk about when it comes to sex and dating, especially in the modern day world. So many behaviors have changed, especially uh, from when I was, you know, single in my 20s and uh, then got married and then got divorced and all these apps, you know, change the game. So we're going to definitely talk about that. Another really great topic is, um, you know, older women dating younger men and, um, the misconceptions behind it and why personally I do enjoy younger men. So we're going to talk about all that. So if you have any questions and you need advice, if you're going through something and you want us to talk about it and kind of hash it out, um, we can be your girlfriends or boyfriends and give you advice, a biased uh, advice. So please, you know, email us info at chickpjc.com. That's info at C-H-I-C-P-E-A-J-C.com. Now today for our first returning episode, we have an amazing guest. I fucking love her. She's a boss ass bitch. Love her. I'm going to read her bio so you guys know who she is. Um, Hold on. It's a little little unorganized here as usual. So Sean is the owner of Witchy Wisdoms which is a spiritual, she's a spiritual mentor, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and tower reader. It is her life's purpose to help others with the strength of her intuition and ability to attract open doors. Primarily, she works with entrepreneurs to help them solidify their brand and land features for exposure. But she continues to work as an abundance coach, helping women find their spirituality and build a firm foundation of gratitude on which to manifest from. She has worked with thousands of women by performing performing tower readings, leading spell work and rituals, teaching manifestation lessons, and providing business strategies and mindset work. She has been featured in multiple publications, including Cosmo, Bust, and Sabat Magazine. Did I say that right? I don't know. (laughs) And is the author of Cosmo's upcoming book on love spell. Give it up for Sean. What's up, Witchy Wisdoms? Hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for coming. So uh, how did this happen? How did we kind of get together here? 
Um, I mean, you, you and I meeting? Well, you know, coming on the show. Well, okay. So I, I saw that you wanted to uh, look at different topics in terms of relationships and sex. And so I decided to bring up the idea of sex magic, which we'll be unpacking the rest of this episode. Yeah. So we, you know, a few weeks ago, I decided to revive this thing because uh, I was getting over, a, you know, a breakup and realized, okay, I need to start getting myself back out there. I was dating this person on and off for about a year and it was kind of time to, you know, work on myself and rebuild and uh, discover and meet new people and have fun experiences. Um, and since then, it's been much harder than I had anticipated because dating is very hard in this world. And I think that a lot of people go through the same things that I do and that you know my single friends do. And there's a lot to talk about. Um, so that's why I decided to kind of revive it. And I posted it on my Instagram. And you're like, let's talk about mm-hmm. sex magic, which is not you know a topic I was thinking about. Like, uh, you know, meditating to kind of bring... Basically, and I asked you, I'm like, if I start doing this, will I get laid? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Um, I did. I did ask that, right? Yeah, because it's been dry season yeah. up in here. Well, so, <laughs> but that's the beautiful thing about um, spirituality, witchcraft, which I'll talk a little bit more about. Um, you have to, in order to manifest correctly, you need a really solid energetic foundation, right? And sex magic is just another really fun way to start manifesting and getting back into your body, and uh, you know, just bringing in. And all of the abundance and love and even money that you want. Ooh. Yeah. Can, so I can get sex and money? All of it. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start like over. So for people listening, they have no idea what you're talking about. Like what is sex magic? Well, I think I'm going to start with witchcraft first right. because that might be a little like, you know, people hear that and they're like, what the hell turning off the episode. But right. really what witches are, I consider myself a professional witch because I do this for a living. Um, but really what it is, is using intention in your everyday practices and creating, um, a relationship with energy. And when you do that, and when you kind of, when you intentionally live your life and, uh, proceed, every action with something with, with a lot of thought and a lot of care, you're more able to bring things into your life that you need. Um, sex magic is just another way to do that. And what a spell is, is to focus energy on a specific need or want. And what sex magic does is focus the energy of orgasm into your desire. So that's what sex magic is. And it's really cool. (laughs) Amazing. So tell us more. Yeah. So you can do this solo or you can do this as a couple. Um, and really as simply as I could put it is to decide on an intention. So let's say you want to bring in a new love or you want to strengthen a relationship or you want to get up the confidence to talk to your crush, whatever your intention is, you want to get really, really clear on that first. And in the very simplest form, what sex magic is, is performing masturbation or sex with a partner Ooh. or whatever it oh, is. Oh, so it involves like some it activity. It involves activity. And the beautiful part about it is if you're leading with intention and you're working on your body and you're focusing on sensation and you're focusing on uh, how your body reacts and really building up slowly and then focusing all of the like orgasmic energy into what that intention is, you'd be surprised at how quickly it manifests into your life. Ooh. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. Yeah. What if I just don't want to be ghosted? Like, it's like basic. <laughs> well, in terms of ghosting, right. like you kind of, and this happens with, cause I know you mentioned right. the dating apps. Um, 
I think the most important thing to remember is to believe people when they show you who they are. So like if you're on Tinder and you see a guy that's like only posting gym selfies and doesn't have a bio, like you can tell energetically. First of all, do people like, still use Tinder? I mean, I isn't it, isn't that like, like era isn't that like, or like rock bottom of dating apps? Cause I've been on it and I'm just like, this is horrible. Well, and that's the thing too, you right. know, like you're, if you're seeking out, um, if you're seeking out love from Tinder, you're in right. the wrong space, okay. right? If you want to get laid on Tinder, but you're I've, I, the idea, thing is but. like, I, I know couples who've met on Tinder yeah, and who are married. Yeah. It happens. Right. Yeah, you can't always just push it to the back burner. But, like, in terms of... Maybe they met and they're like, oh, you know, with the intention of just, like, it being, you know, something casual. And they're like, oh, I kind of want to do this more often. I've had three relationships come from Tinder. Oh, wow. Yeah, where it was just casual and then it became something more. They didn't work out. Right. yeah, you can definitely use that. But, you know, with, with sex magic or energy work or whatever, like, I definitely used it to call in the thing that served me in the moment, and that's what all three of those relationships right. were. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> the thing is, you need to know what you want, though. Like, Yes, exactly. And so that is the most difficult part, I think. Um, when you're thinking about what you want, the best way to do that is to kind of brain dump and journal. I like using the moon cycles, so, like... On a new moon, if you're looking to manifest, that's the best time to call in things. Full moons are really good for release or climax or sex magic. And uh, both moon phases are really good to dig deep into what you actually want. So like the last relationship that I had, I wrote out in the past tense everything that I wanted. So like I said, thank you very much for being X, Y, Z. And I listed all of the values and uh, qualities that I wanted in this person. So I had to get really specific first. But that's like the most important ingredient to any kind of magic. So my requirements mm-hmm. is uh, a, a man that doesn't live at home with his mom. Okay. Um, affectionate. Okay. Very basic. We're starting like. But that's okay. You know, it can be it can be basic at first, and then you call that in, yeah. right? Right. And you call in the basic, and then it becomes more intricate. But that takes life experience. Right. Yeah. So you really need to know what you want. Yeah. And like how serious you want it. So you might say, oh, I want something serious. But yeah. then maybe deep down you don't you don't really. You it know what takes, I mean? And that's why it takes a lot of exploration. Right. Why magic is so fun is it's all a journey right. and it's never just like that. So you're it. wait, you're thinking about all these things while masturbating? Well, yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and are you using toys or are you like using your like your hands? Like what? So it can get really <laughs> intricate, honestly. And there's ways to set the mood like with different colors for intent. Like let's say you want to, you know, manifest a windfall of money, right? right? You would use a green candle or something right. like. Um, there's also this amazing company, and this like is not endorsed, but she's just a friend of mine. It's called Shock Rubs, and they make they're the first crystal sex toy company. So you can literally masturbate with a crystal to bring your intention in more. Stop it. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a, it's, <laughs> and it's incredible. That is wild. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Right? But, you know, also like using your hands and using your fingers, right. it increases a relationship with your body that's oh important because, you know, if you're used to meaningless sex or being ghosted or whatever, and you reestablish your body as a temple in right. that moment, you bring in more awareness and more power. That's a whole nother topic is masturbation. Yeah. I feel like it's so taboo, especially when you're a woman. Like, women don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, so I'm writing a blog post about, you know, for mental health awareness and the things that I do to make myself feel better and like this wellness journey. And masturbation is a big part of it because mm-hmm. it's how you reconnect with your body. It's, you know, knowing how to pleasure yourself. It's appreciate, it feels good. And it's different than when you're with a partner. Like, yeah, you, you know, you, 
you can orgasm, but it's different when you're by yourself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have more control. You don't have to, the pressure of pleasing somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about you in that moment. And you can think about anything. It doesn't like crazy things if you want, you know? Yeah. Well, and solo play right. is super important because one, it increases. Uh, solo play. So, yeah. so pro, like, solo play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are other names? Wait, I want to know what are, um, what are other names that, like to use yeah, for masturbation. Yeah. I mean, you can get kind of dirty with it and be like, you know, jerking off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there's lots yeah. of names, but solo play for sure is my favorite. Well, term. that's going to be another like episode. Yeah. yeah. But I was just, but it's, it's important too, because you're right. So strengthening that relationship with your body, but also like it heightens sensitivity when you're with someone, you'll know exactly what they need to do to please you because you're allowed to be pleased in a, you know, in a dual sex relationship. Right. Cause I think that as women, we put ourselves on the back burn a lot and we're like, Oh, it still feels good. Even if we don't orgasm, and it's like, all right, but you're just taking a back seat to your own pleasure then. Um, and it really, especially in this day and age, like reclaiming your power, your sexual power as a woman is super important. I love this. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to give us instructions on how to do all this or? Well, here's the thing. Right. I have a freebie for all the listeners. Okay. So okay. if you guys follow me on social media, if you follow me at Witchy Wisdoms, the link is in my bio. Just go and download the guide. I made a whole guide for you. Oh, yay. Yeah. I love free shit. <laughs> how long does it take? Um, well, however it takes you what? to long to climax. <laughs> oh, shit. So, you know, have a, have a guys, fun night with some wine. And- we have some homework tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, little glass of wine, a little wine. One on one time, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So you uh, mentioned to me you're in a relationship. I am. Do you want to tell us like how you brought him in and how did it happen? Give Honestly, some- yeah, it's a wonderful story and it's super magical right. and I'm very much in love. So get ready. Yay. Um, so or I hate you, but it's <laughs> no. But listen, just yeah. practice sex magic yeah. and it can be yours too. So um, I want to say about eight months ago or so, I was in a relationship with someone I'd met off Tinder. It never felt right. He and I, um, we didn't meet each other in the middle, but I felt like he was, first of all, he was the most healthy relationship that I've ever ever been in. Um, And I thought that I'd manifested him because I did this like sex magic, candle magic spell, the one where I wrote in past tense all the things that I really needed. And on a surface level, you know, he really met those qualities, but you know, we hit a rough patch. Things weren't really, we weren't clicking. We weren't meeting each other in the middle and we didn't bring out the best qualities in each other. So it ended. So I was like, okay, well it does my magic really work. He was supposed to be my plus one to a wedding. And, uh, at that wedding, I met the person that I'm with now. I always said that I would meet the love of my life in New Orleans, and it turned out to be true. He literally just like locked eyes, love at first sight situation, the most caring, the most devoted, the most supportive person I could have ever imagined. And I looked back at that list that I had originally written for the the spell to conjure up my previous boyfriend, and it was him every single step of the way. And it, I think in a magical sense that I really had to go through that relationship in order to get to the one that I'm in now, because right. I'm... I fully believe that this is it. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. yeah How does he feel about all this? Is he like into this stuff? He's, his mystical he's, stuff? Yeah, he is. He's, he really, he is? Yeah. He's very supportive and right. really enjoys what I do. And, right. Um, yeah. Plus who doesn't love to manifest? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm still like getting, you know, yeah. I'm dipping my toes, you know? Yeah. And it's obviously, you know, the woo, it can be a little right. bit intimidating and, you know, but it's, um, he's very, very open and yeah, 
We I'm sure he, I'm sure he's in, he's into the doing the sex magic together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's, do, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely an upside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys must have like mystical sex. Like, how does, I mean, it's pretty. It's on point. I will say. Do you like the archangels like come and like sing while you're <laughs> orgasming? Orgasming. <laughs> I could just see like all the angels like oh you know like describe my face right now. I'm like beet red. <laughs> oh man, I have no filter. Uh, and again, this is first episode uh, where I'm just getting warmed up. Yeah, we're you guys haven't seen nothing. So the thing is with chickpea, you know, I have to keep things on the professional level. I can't really always say exactly what I'm thinking because, you know, I'm still a businesswoman. But I think with this podcast, uh, you guys will be able to see, you know, my real personality that I don't give a fuck. I say whatever I think. Um, I have a lot of opinions about sex and dating, even though um, it's not going so well for me right now. (laughs) Um... Anyway, so uh, let's take some questions from a few people that had messaged us. Uh, All right. Uh, So somebody asked, how can I become more confident and improve my sex life with my husband? All right. Do you you want to do... Do you want to answer first and I'll go next? Or oh, this is tough. You know, relationships and marriage take a lot of work. And I think, you know, confidence is key. And, you know, in a relationship, you should feel confidence in yourself. But also it helps when you, the person you're with and you share your life with gives you, you know, a little bit of proactiveness, like saying you're beautiful, you're sexy. So I really think it's about communicating those things because it's not just about you becoming confident, but it's like, is the relationship giving you confidence? Like, do you guys communicate your needs? Do you guys talk about sex? Is like, is it an open conversation? And it should be when you're married. Mm -hmm. Right? It doesn't, like, I don't think sex should be coming from like just the wife. You know what I mean? Just the, in the relationship. And that's, that's the problem. I think some women think like they have to like dress sexy. They have to do all the effort and in, you know, it's, it comes both ways, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, you want to you want your partner to make you feel very beautiful and very sexy like you want to lift each other up that's definitely like a dual a dual thing it's why you're in a relationship together um in a magical sense you know when do you feel i think this is a good question when do you feel your most sexy you know have this is my favorite glamour magic trick that i do all the time especially if i need to like go do something for work um put on a sexy pair of lingerie underneath your clothes and just bring in that presence of sexiness in your day-to-day and see like how much you can amplify your energy and your confidence level that way. Um, also, just think about like how much of a badass you are, like what brings in confidence in your day-to-day and see how that can translate into the bedroom. Um, you know, using, using that energetic foundation and then bringing it into communication is really what's going to help, uh, you know, set that, set that apart. Yeah, and it's also like kind of fake it till you make it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You know, like dress sexy, get your hair done. You know, actually, I really recommend women do a boudoir shoot. So I shot mm-hmm. with a local photographer, Bree Johnson, and it hit me up if you guys need her info. But I did a boudoir shoot, and I actually did this after my divorce. I was feeling, you know, not so confident in myself, and I did it. You know, I dressed up, I got in shape, I um, got my hair and makeup done, bought some sexy lingerie, and we did this shoot, and you know, I. I was so comfortable working with her 
And, um, it was a great experience and it made me, you know, feel like fierce and sexy. And a lot of women who do these boudoir shoots for themselves, not necessarily for their partner, uh, because, you know, boudoir shoots are normally when you get engaged and it's a gift that you give to your future husband. But I think if you do it for yourself, it can really unlock some, you know, feelings about yourself and confidence. And when you see yourself in, in those photos, you're like, yes, I'm a hot bitch. Mm-hmm. So it does definitely hot help. energy. <laughs> it definitely helps. So I, I think doing Doing things that make you feel good about yourself will help your confidence. Um, a lot of women, especially moms, they um, sometimes don't take enough time for themselves to do their hair, get their makeup done, get their nails done. So treating yourself to like a few hours um, for some self-care will definitely help you feel more confident. Um, and But I think it really comes down to communicating with your partner, talking about your sex life, how you can please each other, how you can get better at it. Um, and if you need to go to therapy, go to therapy, you know, if it's worth it, if you love each other, I really believe, believe in it. Um, yes. Coming from the divorce woman, we, you know, I, we went to therapy, just didn't work for us. There were certain things that weren't working. So, uh, I really think that, you know, having open communication with your partner is like key. It is. And sometimes that's a hard thing to meet in the middle with because you might have different love languages. And I think learning the love language that your partner has and yours and communicating your needs around those are really important too, because confidence is really, it's knowledge. It's knowing exactly what you need to do in order to achieve the thing. Right. So, you know, those, yeah, communication is key for sure. Okay. Next question. Any tips for anxiety about performance, especially when you're with a new partner? Oh, (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I I mean it's tough. You just gotta wine. I mean, this, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> how do you stop? Like, how do you stop feeling nervous? Well, but I think it's more of not not stopping feeling nervous, right. but channeling nervousness into like going all in. You know, um, there's like there's a couple rituals you can do. I think the best thing for anxiety is meditation, and that obviously you're not going to go and meditate right before you have sex with someone, but getting into a space where you can kind of clear out all the clutter in your head where you're telling yourself you're not good enough or what could happen or whatever, that's going to be really good for being able to perform at your best. And also maybe don't jump into it. You know, if you, if you feel like you're going to have ang- performance issues, um, maybe you need to get to know the person a little bit more yeah. and get more comfortable with them because I feel, uh, you know, performance issues happen when you're, you know, you're still in that awkward dating stage mm-hmm. and, and it's totally normal, you know? Um, yeah, it's different when you're looking for just something casual, but then who, fuck it, who cares? So it doesn't work. It's casual, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they'll have to accept it. But if you like the person and, um, I suggest taking it slow, so that you get to a point where you feel comfortable enough that it, you don't have anxiety anymore because, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, feel safe. Yeah. I think people do rush into the physical part of the relationship mm-hmm. when you can take all the time you need, you know? Yeah. There's no timeline. It's just when you feel comfortable. And we'll talk about that at, at another episode, I think. Okay. Another question. If sex magic is a thing... Is sex cursed also asking for a friend? Yeah, I want to know that because... uh, I love it. It's so funny. Um, Okay. Uh, This is going to take a while to unpack, so I'm going to readers digest it as as much as I can. Um, I think that especially in, you know, people that are not thick in the witchcraft community or in a religious sect of witchcraft or whatever... um, being cursed is more of a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you feel like you're cursed 
and you uh, you keep thinking about it, then that's all you're going to see. And that's so manifestation works in in two ways, or in both ways actually. If thoughts create things, right? So if you're thinking abundantly and you're thinking that you know you're going to manifest the man of your dreams or whatever that looks like, then that will come to your doorstep. On the same token, if you feel like you're cursed in bed, that you're never going to meet anyone, that men ain't shit, all of that, that's all you're going to see as well. It's like this exercise where, and this doesn't really translate in New York because there's cabs everywhere, but it's like the yellow car theory. If you think you're going to, if you think about yellow cars all day, that's all you're going to see. And that's kind of how, how it works. So sex cursed is not necessarily a thing. I just think you need to look at the surrounding factors. Who are you letting into your bedroom? You know, who is making you feel like a certain type of way? What are the people that you um, that you want to have sex with? What are their qualities? You know, if you're like, oh, I only date crazy women. Like, what does that really look like? What does that actually mean to you? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next question. Last question. Is there any sort of magic for self-love? So many lame men out there. Oh, you know, it's so important because to love yourself first before bringing, you know, somebody into your life because you are what you attract, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't love yourself, how are you going to bring in somebody that's worthy of you and your energy. And and that is something that I've recently learned Mm -hmm. because I, you know, since my divorce, been dating people that are just not, you know, at my level mentally Mm -hmm. and emotionally. So, uh, and I think that comes with just a lot of self-work and realizing that, you know, you you can't settle. Right. And self-love is not a destination. It's a journey. Um, you know, RuPaul always says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Right. It's true. Um, but you, you're not just going to wake up one day and be like, oh, I love myself. It's a process and it's loving all parts of yourself. So, you know, let's say you go through a bad breakup. Maybe you're not handling it well. You have to love that part too and say, it's okay that you're grieving or it's okay that you're, you know, maybe you're not feeling your best today or it's okay that you fucked that one thing up. Sorry, can I go? Yeah, of course. Okay. Dude, yeah, it's, yeah, a fucking, about, okay. it's a sex <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but you know the 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 goal with self love is being very gentle with yourself, and then that what that does is creates boundaries. So you know what you need in order to thrive, right? You know what you need in order to retain the self love message, um, and you're not going to let anybody in that's going to break down that foundation. And that's the boundaries. And people respect boundaries. People need structure. They need to be told what to do and how to respect you. And you know. You're not going to, if you, if you practice self-love and you know, you're not going to be the person that goes on a date with a guy who's still in his car honking his horn for you to come out, you know, you don't accept that level of mistreatment in your life. And, and then it just manifests around it. So yeah, self-love is definitely the building block and one of the biggest chapters in my upcoming right. book. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's super, I think important, you know, and it's something that I've realized like very recently that you really have to love yourself first mm-hmm. because you know, you have to be whole, like you can't expect another person to make you happy. It's never going to happen, you know? So you can't base your happiness or your, your worth or self-love based on another person because Mm -hmm. that's a big shoes to fill. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like, you know, 
I think it's it's difficult because self-love is a term that's thrown around a lot, but it feels abstract and you think that, you know, you just have to be really confident and think that you're hot. But self-love is really learning to love every single part of yourself, no matter what. And that, that love can look like, you know, a mother's love to a child. Like, how can you turn that in? Um, you know, whoever has a pet, that's unconditional love to your pet. Turn that inwards. Um, self-love is, it's a huge process, but it's definitely necessary. Um, one of the best ways that I started my self-love journey was to create a bad bitch list. All the reasons why I thought I was a bad bitch. And what started uh, coming on there towards the end was like, you're able to process grief without shame. That is a really big right. deal. Um, so I suggest if you guys want more homework, definitely write your bad bitch list. I'm going to write my bad bitch list. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. It's cool, right? I really like that. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit, plug a little bit about, you know, some upcoming projects. Where can people find you? Yeah. So I have a book coming out for Cosmopolitan. It's called Love Spells. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Mazel tov. Yes. Thank you. So it should be coming out soon. Um, TBD. Uh, if This is Jersey City, obviously. So I will be reading more tarot at Love Locked. So if you follow Shop Love Locked, you'll be I able love to them. see it. They're oh, amazing. Carrie's I, wonderful. You walk in there and it's just like good vibes yeah they're just the sweetest Mm -hmm. sweetest women I've ever met yeah and it's definitely such a nice little subsect of the spiritual community here and so I read tarot there every once in a while so if you want to stop by and say hello they have some really yummy smelling candles so when you're doing some of that self work homework yes your your, your (laughs) solo play homework um, (laughs) they definitely have the ritual tools you will need for that Um, and me and Carrie are thinking of doing some workshops there as well so stay tuned um, but other than that, come find me uh, on Instagram at Witchy Wisdoms. That's where I hang out most. Um, you'll find my website and the freebie that I want to give you guys all on there. Awesome. So I'm not sure yet what the topic of the next episode is going to be. I'm thinking either sex on the first date, friend mm. or foe, mm. which is good. Yes. The, you know, dating younger men, which I'm still kind of working that out because... Yeah. I don't know why I like them younger. I have no idea. Well, why not? It's fun. Stamina? Yes. <laughs> uh, various. Re- I have actually a full, li- a top 10 list that's coming out. And I've, uh, I put this out on, on Instagram and I was amazed at the amount of people, men and women, who, you know, men who prefer dating older women and women who prefer dating younger men that reached out and told me their stories. That's really cool. And some, you know, are in mar- you know, married and with kids, and some are just like in, in casual relationships. It's like it runs the gamut. That's awesome. Well, it doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter. It's right. maturity level, you know? Like, right. I think we've dated, we both dated older men that's just were so fucking the immature. mind of a 16 year old. Yeah, 100%. You know? So, no shame. But they're cute. Get it. Yeah, <laughs> super cute. <laughs> On that note, I'm Lynn Chick PJC, your host of Sex and Jersey City, the podcast. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank we're definitely going to have you back. Yeah. And we're definitely going to do some, some of our homework. And if you guys have any topics or uh, questions in the meantime, you can email info at chickpjc.com. I will be announcing my next co-host on my Instagram story. So make sure you follow at chickpjc.com. And for the next episode, we need drinks for sure. Yeah. That's what's missing. <laughs> on that note, thank you guys. Have a great week, weekend. And stay safe. Bye. Bye.